You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Fee. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. Today we got Coach Jeremy Hawkins on. He's doing his thing right now. He's one of the big-time coaches out there doing his thing at Eastern Kentucky University, baby. And he's doing it big. Now, I'm telling y'all, man, he's doing a great job over there. He's coaching the defensive line. But this is a coach. He can coach any area, honestly. I was looking at his resume. I didn't seen him coach offense, defense, some of everything, special team. He can do it all. And not just that, y'all know I love when the coach has been a ball player. He didn't did his thing in college as well, high school, playing football. And well, that's what we're going to get more into. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let Simo bring him on. How you doing, coach? Man, I'm doing amazing, man. I, I appreciate y'all uh, allowing me to come on today and, and, and talk with y'all a little bit. Hey, man, it's a blessing to have you on. You know me, I'm going to get right with it with you, Coach. So how did you actually know that you wanted to play ball, I mean, coach ball? And when did you know? Because I know a lot of people always see me and they, they my, my family members, because I done love football my whole life, so they always be asking, why don't you coach? Why don't you coach? I don't actually want to be a coach, but I like being around the players and going to schools and speaking and going to high school games and recording the games, but I never actually just wanted to coach. So when did you figure out, like, hey, I want to be on the coaching side? Well, you know, for a long time for myself, um, you know, probably somewhere in in high school football, I, I, you know, I kind of had a a mature mind. I, I I was at that stage where, you know, I'm thinking about life after football already in high school. You know, um, I, I knew I wanted to play this sport as long as I could play it, whether that be at the at the highest level or or not. Wherever that that ending point was, I knew once I got you know once I finished um, playing the game, I wanted to coach it. You know, I wanted to be around it in some type of way, some type of aspect of it, um, and you know, to, to get my fix, my football fix, I guess you can say. So I kind of knew in high school, man, I wanted to get get into coaching, you know, after I'm done playing the game. And it, and it worked out pretty well for me. Now, Coach, with you figuring that out early, like I say, I know you probably around a lot of players who have no clue what they want to do. Do you ever get a chance to talk to them about, hey, now I know y'all want to hit that lead, but if you do hit it, play one year, four years, 13, what you going to do after? Do you ever have those conversations? We, um, I had them, you know, with my guys in high school. I did, man. I, I think, I think right now, 
you know, with the time that we're in now with kids now, man, it's 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 hard and it's difficult for them to see past a freaking, you know, a, a day in front of them, you know. Um, and sometimes they got to kind of step back and, and, and look at it, you know, as as life. It, it, it ain't just football, man. Like it's life. You know, you got y'all got the perfect name life and football. You know, you, you got life first that you got to think about. And and I thought about that because I had I was the youngest of five. So I had older brothers and sisters that, that have went through life a lot, you know, had went through a lot more life than me. And I seen that and I, and I was raised up in, in that type of environment and seeing that they were doing bigger things other than just football, other than just whatever particular sport that they, they participated in. Um, and and it's, it's, it's life outside of football, but for me it's life and football, you know, cause for me, football helped me, you know, get my degree in college. Um, it, it kind of, Hell, it, it really molded me before college. It, it molded me in, in high school because it helped me push myself to, to have the best grades I could have because I knew I wanted to go to college and play the game. You know, if and if I didn't do that, then, you know, um, I wouldn't be able to do what I wanted to do. And that's play the game in college and, and play it at its highest level, hopefully one day. And, you know, so I've, I had those conversations with guys back then. But, you know, when you – 16, 17 years old, man, that's kind of – you look at it and, and, and it goes by quicker than you think. But, you know, a, a lot of guys don't really think that deep into it, man. I was a deep thinker, and I, I still am. And I'm, it's, it's, it's got even even a lot more deeper now with, with you know, children and, and wife and everything else that comes along with, with the territory of life. Um, but, yeah, I think I did have those conversations with guys and and – and now it's kind of, I look back on it, I always have, I, I do that thing now when I think back, like, man, I remember when coaches my age now used to tell me back then when I was 16, man, I'm telling you, man, this thing going to hit you quick. This life's going to come up. And, and now I'm that guy. <laughs> I'm that guy that, that's talking to the younger generation and telling them, like, look, man, I get you 17, 18 years old in high school or, you know, JUCO, wherever the case may be for you. But these years are going to go by quick. And, you know, this thing called life is going to come up quick. So be prepared for it. Be ready for it mentally. Have a mindset to 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 win in life in general. Now, Coach, I was looking at um, your resume, and I saw you graduated in 2009 from Troy. And I was wondering, because I played at Alabama State, and I was wondering, was you there around the time when y'all, when we played Troy? In 2006, yeah, I was. I, <laughs> that was my um. We we played y'all, yep, and we it was pretty bad beating for y'all, now. <laughs> no, man. It was now, like, I, think it was, I think it was like 65 to seven, something like that. Oh no, 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 no! It was 38 to seven. 38 to seven. Okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah. at first, um, that first half it was six to zero on right. the first quarter. And uh, I remember y'all had that quarterback Omar um, Hoggerbrook. Yep, that's him. Um, I was I was number forty four. I was the middle linebacker. Wow, man, that's yeah, crazy. This small world, ain't it? Yes, yeah, sir. yeah, yeah. I, I, I was trying. I was trying to lay that wood on him. I got him a few times, but man, y'all came out the second half and did your thing. And I just want to know how was that experience with you playing that truck? Because I remember that year, you know. 
y'all was real successful and it was like back to back bowl season and y'all went to another bowl like the R plus L bowl and I remember y'all came down to Tallahassee and y'all almost beat Florida State that year too uh-huh. and I just want to know your experience at Troy and how you end up choosing Troy. I tell you what, man. Let, let's 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 go on to how I end up choosing Troy. Troy Troy really chose me, man. It was a blessing to to be a part of something so special like that because they were coming from um, FCS ball and, and, and to FBS ball and and transitioning. Um, which they had already kind of made a transition from D2 to FCS. Now they were going FCS to FBS, going from, you know, going to the Sun Belt. And, man, it was so diff- so many different things, man. The, the cement was wet, if that makes sense to everybody. The cement was wet. And all I had to do was put my handprints in it and sign my name. It, it, was a, it was a foundation that was being built. The cement was wet. We wanted to build up the walls and build a roof on and put all the stuff inside the house. We wanted to make sure that, we left our mark on it, man. And now looking back on it, I, I made a I made a heck of a decision because now they got new facilities. It, it's it's just so much more better now than it was when I got there. You know, I left there and I made it. We we made it better. Um, so I, I had the time of my life at Troy, man. It was a a great decision for me to go there. Um, loved it. Um, we we actually won conference championship every year. Um, we had four and four in a row, and when I left, they got five in a row. Um, so it was a, a great experience for that. I left with four rings. I left with a, um, a RL Carriers um, New Orleans Bowl victory over Rice. I think the final score forty-one to seventeen um, that year. I left with um, you know academic honor rolls like every other semester. I left with like I said conference championships. I left with so many friendships, man. I, I left. I left Troy, man, with having. I made Troy my second home, you know, Troy became home for me, you know, and every time I go back, man, it's home. So it it was a blessing to go there and be there. I was actually there for five seasons. I got a red shirt my freshman year. And then those, the four years of me playing, um, conference championship every year. So it it was a blessing, man, to, to, to learn how to become a winner, to learn how to win to learn how to compete against some of the best. Um, we played Oklahoma State on national television on Thursday night on ESPN and beat them 41 to 23, I think was the final score, um, on, on ESPN. National, everybody's seen it on national television on Thursday night, you know, and 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 you go and play the Florida Gators after they win a, st- a national championship. You go play Florida State, you play them tough. You know, you play teams like Nebraska. Um, and, and you play them tough. You go play LSU and you're up by 28 points with nine minutes and 36 seconds left in the game, you know, in the fourth quarter. You, you take them down to the wire and you almost beat LSU. And then, you know, at time went past um, when I was in coaching, um, the LSU actually lost to Troy. And we should have beat them back in, I think it was 07, 08, whatever year that was. And we ended up losing it late. You know, they came back and beat us late, but we was up by 28 points on them late in, I mean, early in the fourth quarter, late in the game, you know. So, the, I think Troy has has got that name of, a, like, a giant killer. You know, you, you go in and you compete against some of the best teams in the nation, and, and, and we compete with them or we beat them. You know, we played the number, number two team in the nation, um, Georgia Bulldogs, when they had no Sean Marino over there, um, when they had um, uh, Matthew Stafford, at quarterback, and those guys were rolling. 
and, and we played them tough. We lost by 10. And it was a lot of things that happened in that game that, you know, I feel like shouldn't have happened, but it was their homecoming. They they made sure they got that win. I'm from Georgia, so I get it. I understand. But at the same time, I'm playing the game, and I know <laughs> some of these calls should have been called and some of them shouldn't have not been called, you know, both ways. So it, it, it was a very unique and um, humbling and, 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 and blessed, um, happy experience I had at Troy, man, and at Troy's home. And I had a heck of a time there and loved every minute of it. And, Coach, everything you just talked about, talked about I remember all that, even when y'all played Georgia. Yeah, I remember some of them calls too, man, because <laughs> I I still don't understand why a referee will make themselves so such a part of a game that should be played on the field. And I really saw that this year. I was at a FAMU game. They played the playoff game, and I saw it. I'm, I'm talking about it was horrible. They was holding the defensive linemen. I'm talking about you see the jerseys getting pulled a mile away. And the referee ain't saying nothing. But well, fam, you holding. Like, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was so bad, it was shocking to me. You know, and I played ball to really see, like, dog, people yeah. got, I guess, agendas for a certain school that just, hey, they just got to win. But, Coach, y'all just had amazing everything back then with Troy. You know, you had the mark as well, went first round to the Cowboy. Uh, awesome while that uh defensive end going to the Giants. Y'all had um McKelvey, um, who I played against when y'all when you was there, the uh, the DB who went to the Buffalo Bills on uh, first round, man. So, y'all, it, it was like a, a back to back type of ordeal, yeah. just yeah. you know, drafted and y'all whooping. I'm talking about actually putting a whooping. On teams and actually dealing with the big boys. I'm talking, and I was at that game when y'all played against Tim Tebow down in Gainesville. Man. My wife, she was going, she was uh, at the University of Florida that time, and um, we ended up going to the game that day. And I remember it was kind of cloudy or something that day. Like, oh it, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It, was, it was humid, man. You can hardly breathe down there in that swamp. <laughs> right, man, and that was, was my first game I attended at. You know, just uh, going to a Florida University of Florida game and actually seeing how the, the field just sit down um, in the stadium like that. Yeah, it, it was a bad deal, man. I, you know that that was probably the first game where in game I'm like literally so tired that I I'm almost can't get off the field to get a guy in for me. You know, when they went on that long drive, I don't know if you remember, it was like a 13 play drive. Mm-hmm. And I'm out there just dying. <laughs> I can't right. breathe, man. They can't take me out. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I think during Not- that drive too, I I I, I should have had an interception on that drive, man. I, I'll never forget. I, I was supposed to drop in the low hole and get depth. I ended up dropping, going to the flats, and then trying to get back to the low hole. So I was running late, and the and when Tebow threw the ball, it was I was literally six inches away from picking the ball off. And if I would have did my job from the beginning, maybe he wouldn't even threw the ball because the guy would never been open. But you know, I I still look back on it like, man, that's crazy. We 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 played a lot of big time teams, man, and and we competed and we beat some of them. And um, we made it. We did it on a consistent basis, man. We we had a mindset. It was never a a, a, a day of practice. It was never a workout. It was never a, a meeting that we didn't believe that we were going to win that game or any other game that we play against any team. 
Uh, we, we, we went in with the mindset that we're going to win every game. And that's kind of what I brought into the coaching uh, realm of things, you know, with, with the guys I got coached by, you know, Mike Pelton and, and Ricky Logo and uh, Jeremy Rowe, all those guys on the defense side of the ball that, that coached me, man, Brian Turner. Um, you know, I, I can keep going on and on with the names of coaches that I had. But those guys helped mold us mentally. You know, they help mentor us mentally to never think that you can get beat. We we always win in every game that we're going to win, period. No matter who it is, LSU, Florida State, Georgia, Oklahoma State, Florida, Nebraska, it did not matter. We was going into the game to win, and we won the game mentally first. So that, that's kind of who I am. That's kind of what I bring now with the, with the guys I coach. I, you know, I make sure I, I get to them mentally, like, look, your mindset is everything. If you believe it, man, you'll go get it done, period. If you don't believe it, then you're probably not going to even get it done because you don't think you can. You got to think you can. You got to believe you can. You got to have faith in it, have faith in God, and, and, and go get it, period. Now, Coach, I want to hear a little bit about how it was for you growing up. I heard you talk about you, the youngest of five. I want to know, like, you know, was your other siblings in sports and how was your parents and where you grew up at? Man, that's crazy, man. I'm born and raised in America's Georgia, small town, football town, man. Won a couple state championships, football and track uh, while I was in high school there. Um, my parents, uh, my, my dad is from America. My mom's from Plains, Georgia. Uh, they met, um, shoot, man, I wasn't, I wasn't even a twinkle in my dad's eye when they met since I was the youngest, but Man, I, I tell you this right here. It, they were together for 31 years before my mom died. And my parents, man, they, they molded me to be the man that I am today. Um, because w without them being so strong in their relationship with God, without them being so strong in their relationship with each other, then I wouldn't be able to be in my marriage right now and be so strong with my wife and our children now. Um, because... I seen my dad doing it. I seen my mom doing it until her dying breath. My mom died of cancer my sophomore year in college. Um, so I lost her then. But growing up, man, you talking about a strong woman dealing with cancer all her life, all, all my life, I can remember. You know, um, my mom was diagnosed with cancer when I was five. And I never forget her bringing the family together and telling us, telling us about it. And I'm the youngest and I'm not really understanding what's really going on and what it what it means she had breast cancer and then you know and she was dealing with that and surgery after surgery after surgery and chemo and and and, and so many other radiation and so many other things pills she has to take losing her hair losing weight you know and seeing her struggle and seeing her fight and seeing her be strong and seeing her be strong mentally like and hearing her be strong mentally and knowing that she's strong mentally and uh, the way that she speaks on, in, in life man that that helped me and helped me mold help mold me to the man I am, you know, and then my dad seeing him being the father that he is, being a strong husband to my to, to my mom and, and making sure that she had and, 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 and didn't need anything, had everything and didn't need anything, man. He did everything that he could do to for her time here that she was gonna be happy. You know, 31 years of, of marriage, um, plus another five years of, of, of dating each other. So that's 36 years they had with each other before she passed. So 
my growing up was a part, you know, of that right there of 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 a of a family that really loved and cared about each other, man, and, and household that was that was a blessing to be around. All my brothers and sisters, man. I had nobody in the household that played the game of football. Nobody. I had nobody that even cared about the game of football. And I know that's crazy to say because now you're like, man, how how did you get into it? Because I got into it because I was the youngest, of course, like you said, like I said, and I used to go outside and play basketball in the backyard by myself, man, because, you know, ain't nobody want to come play this little dude, you know. <laughs> they tired of this little dude, man. Get up out of here. You try to get up on your little bro- your bigger brothers and sisters and stuff, and you're trying to do what they do. So I'm playing basketball in the backyard by myself. Uh, we stayed right next to a church, and it was a big churchyard they had over there. I used to go and I'd play with my, my friends and stuff, play football in the churchyard, man. And, and just I, I fell in love with football. You know, right there in that churchyard, you know, as a, as a little bit of dude, you know, and then I asked my mom, could I play rec ball? My mom didn't want to sign me up for rec ball when I was eight. But at the time, my brother was 10 years older than me. He was 18. He was able to sign me up. My mom was upset about it and everything, man. But my brother, you know, kind of persuaded her like, look, he's going to be all right. Let, let him play. Like, I don't he he going to be OK. I was a little bit smaller at the time, skinnier, but I could run, man. I, I was athletic and. My brother got me into football and signed me up. And after that, man, it was a wrap. I was all-star team everywhere, man, winning games all over the place, just loving it, man. And got to middle school, became – I became that – I had that mindset already at a younger age. I became that dog in middle school, you know, from sixth grade and all, all the way out. started all middle school years. I, you know, got the ninth grade and, you know, and, and America's high school was a powerhouse top 25 team in the nation at the time. Um, and they had a lot of a lot of good players. So I knew going into it from middle school that I was going to have to step my game up even more. And I, and I did that, man. And we 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 ended up winning a couple state championships, man. And, you know, my, my upcoming was because of my, my mom and my dad keeping that foundation so tight. You know, my brother, you know, signing me up for football, man, and, and giving me the opportunity to go play it, man. And, and, and I did that. And and loved every minute of every minute of it, and it was a, you know, it was a household man that was full of love, man, and care. We didn't have a lot, we didn't have a lot at all, man. I mean, we were, we were poor, put to, to say to say the least. But we were we were rich off love, man. We were rich off relationships. We were rich off of family, you know. But we were poor when it came to financially, you know. Um, but we 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 made time for each other. We 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 made. We, we loved each other, man, and we grew up, you know, the way we grew up. And I, I, I wouldn't take any of it back because, it, 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 like I said, it's molded me to who I am now. And now how I can bless my children and how they're going to be raised and the things that they get and they see. You know, I didn't see all that stuff. I didn't get these type of toys and these gifts and stuff that you know, I couldn't get it. We didn't have it, you know. So we, we were raised up in, in, a, in a rough environment, but it was a loving environment. And I say rough because... We just didn't have any money. We were poor. And um, financially, we, we, we couldn't get anything that we thought we seen on TV or we wanted. And people, you know, get these little these little cars, you know, as, as a kid, when you're like eight years old, you know, and bikes and stuff, man. We, we You know, we, we, we got what we could get. And when, when, when my parents were able to do, they did it. And they, and they did it to the fullest, you know. And most of the time, that was Christmas. You know, and they went all out, man. I'm, I'm sure they would be broke after Christmas, but they, they did what they had to do to take care of their children. Now, Coach, 
you done hit on so much. And, man, you got me thinking so many things about what I want to do with my uh, kids and stuff. But me and you and Mike, y'all share that game that y'all played. And then you said something else that made me think when you was talking about the universities, how you was at Troy, and then it just got better and better. And then when I look at it, every university really get better and better and better. But if you go look at people's households, the kids that come to university, sometimes they families still don't uh, go higher and higher and higher. And I like how you just say you went from, you say your family situation was poor. Now you done elevated it so high. You're doing like the universities. Now your kids get to jump off your back and go even higher and keep the bigger picture going and going. Mm -hmm. That's the game plan of it. But mm -hmm. me and you, we share, like how you and Mike share that game. You share, we, I believe you finna have a baby in January just like me. There you and, go. We are. <laughs> yep. And, my, and see, I'm having, my. this will be my third child, and it's a boy, and we ended up, we're going to name him Jackson. Wow, we, share, we share that too, because it's my third child, and it's going to be a boy. Yep, see? <laughs> so we both got boys. Now, my dad, middle name, Raynard, so I just took it upon myself and named my son, well, he named me Raynard. So then, so he Raynard, middle name, my middle name, Raynard. Then I named my first son, middle name, Raynard. And then my second son, I'm going to name him Raynard. So that'd be four Raynards. Now, not that nobody going to really be caring about it, but I wonder if my sons will do that. And uh, yesterday we had a surprise um, baby child for my wife. So, man, what's what's in your toolbox right now? What y'all got going, man? Y'all done had a baby shower? Y'all, are you finna surprise her? Well, if you finna surprise, don't say it because y'all, she gonna hear it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what, what you got going down, man? No, man, so she's kind of over the baby shower thing um she just she just want to have this one and, and let everybody you know if they want to send a gift they can send a gift see that's how i was but my 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 uh wife's family have about a total of nine kids and the majority of them girls so the, you know them girls ain't gonna let that ride they like girl if this your last baby you got the ball lot so right yeah yeah <laughs> i think um her co-workers and i think um my you know, coaching staff, the wives and stuff are doing something for her, um, which I think that'd be good. And that's, that's you know, it's tasteful. That's, that's I think that's all she wants as far as the baby and everything. And, man, we're just excited to be having a boy, you know, both of us. Like, we, we both wanted a boy. And you you should have seen me at the doctor's office, man, when they told me the, the sex of the baby that said it's going to be a boy. I almost jumped through the roof, you know. Um <laughs> So we're excited about it, um, and all all my children on they, they, their names start with an A. Uh, my oldest Adele, she's eight. Abigail is two, and then the boy's name is gonna be Aiden. So and and, and that's what we're gonna stick with. If 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 we have another one, it's it's gonna be an A name. It's gonna be A something. And um, I decided not to do a junior. You know, I just prayed on it, thought about it. You know, it's just. Everybody's different. Everybody want to do it how, how they want to do it, and, and that's that's just something I went with. And and um, me and Kristen, my wife, we we agreed on it, and we, we're not gonna do the junior. We're gonna call him. His name's gonna be Aiden, and, and Aiden gonna have his own way and do his own thing. And hopefully, he's not as a much of a firecracker as his little sister. I mean, bigger sister now, um, Abigail. So <laughs> it's crazy, man. How you know my oldest? She's eight. Adele and 
she's so calm and laid back and you know she do it she got a little ways too she's she's a girl we get it <laughs> but abigail man the, the youngest right now i mean is a firecracker man she's all over the place into stuff and outgoing outspoken laughing joking like literally every bit of me spinning image and i'm like oh my goodness gracious <laughs> so it's it's um it's a blessing man but I'm, I'm anxious just kind of see how 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 um Aiden's going to be, how, how the boy's going to be, and who, who he's going to look like. And, you know, me and my wife, we both were athletes. So she she was a cheer and played basketball and all that good stuff. Um, but, well, she was cheer. She did. She did cheer in high school with one state championship, I think. And she did cheer in, in college at UAB. And um, she's one of those types that, that's just athletic and just gifted and she get it from her, her, her mom and her dad. Um, I say basketball, her brother played basketball in high school and her brother actually played football in high school. That was really dang on good. And her brother is a receiver at Alabama A&M right now. He's really good in college and, you know, so it's, it's down the line that we, we got athletic, you know, genes. So, Hopefully this little boy, you know, I hope hopefully she pushing out a little five star, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, coach, we'll, we'll see about that though. Well, coach, man, I I gotta go ahead and welcome you to the family, man, to the life and football family and to the three baby family, cause I got three, I already got three here, you know, but they all girl. I got three girls, I love them. You know, I love them to life, man. And I just wanna say thank you so much for all the great things you are doing. Thank you for this great interview and all the positive message that you are providing, not just through this interview, but to the guys that you're coaching. And you're doing something very important as a former player. You're touching and impacting young men's lives all across this country. And that's a big thing that you're doing that's real important. And I got to say shout out to you and shout out to the whole East East Kentucky University football coaching staff. And, hey, players, if y'all don't know, that's a program y'all might need to get up on because they got some big-time things going on up, up there. And they got some nice facility, nice uniform. And y'all here, they got big-time coaching up there. Y'all got Jeremy Hawkins, who up there doing his thing. Coach Jeremy Hawkins, I'm telling y'all, look him up, reach out to him, and let him know. That, that you want to be a part of the program. Now, if you want a second string or the third string, you ain't really playing, don't call the man. Go ahead, tighten up, get on the first string, get your grades right, and he'll, he could probably do something with you. But uh, I just want to say shout out to you, coach, again. And I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down. Or else you'll fall to the ground. This is the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football.
life and football. We are life and football.